Welcome to the Completely Fucking Clueless Podcast. Hey. Hey, oh, this is so crazy. I have been listening to podcasts for like years and I think it's really cool that we're starting one. I'm really excited. I've listened to podcasts for a long time, but almost exclusively murder and true crime podcasts. <laughs> um, so recently I've been trying to listen to a more varietous less homogenous group of podcasts because <laughs> uh, we're not planning on talking about murder here yeah you know what that is like the only podcast genre that I actually don't listen to I this is maybe a little psychotic of me but uh I will go to sleep listening to my favorite murder okay so and my mom is con, con, my mom literally one time I was <laughs> I was listening to my favorite murder and she came downstairs and I kind of knew she didn't like it because I'd made her listen to it once I was like do you mind if I keep listening to it I was like making breakfast and she was like sure she literally turned to me a few minutes and was like I think maybe you should talk to your therapist about the fact that you like this. And I was like, read me, Lori. Okay. Read me, girl. Read me. But yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was back in August that um, I came to you with the idea. I was in Summerstock. I was doing Summerstock in the middle of Indiana, everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was about to go on stage or like I was like backstage and I was like a podcast. And originally this podcast was going to be about like having your BFA. (laughs) And we've turned it into a podcast about not knowing what the fuck we're doing with life. If that tells you anything about our journey over the last few months. It little by little just became less and less theater. And then people started being like, so is it about theater? And then we started going like, no. Oh, we didn't even say our names. <laughs> okay, if that's just going to tell you a little bit about us. Okay, so my name is Sarah. My name's Audrey. I, I think probably most of the people who are listening to this first episode already know us. Yeah, and hopefully there's a few new people. Yeah. But yeah, we've already kind of introduced this podcast. But um, we both graduated with our BFAs in music theater back in the spring of 2021. It so wasn't that long ago. It was under a year it ago. It wasn't that long ago. I know. I think I'm like thinking about it like it was so, because it does. It feels it far feels, off. Yeah. It feels far away. And, um, you know, I think a prime reason of us starting this podcast was both of us were like, holy guacamole. We just studied music theater for four years and now we're out. And like, is that even what we want anymore and then how dare this world like we're doing music theater for forever and then we get out of college have this freaking ass degree and it's like I'm gonna change your mind you don't maybe want this I don't know if I ever even told you this I the summer like after the pandemic first started I fully had a quarter life crisis and decided after college I was going to get my master's in in uh computer programming right you took a coding class yeah and I, I actually really enjoyed it and like my parents are both in coding and my dad always desperately has wanted me to go into computer science because I'm his only kid who does math um and then I'd say like a couple of months in the school year I was like yeah no I don't hate myself that much no offense to any <laughs> computer engineers out there but not for me I know I feel like it's been such a confusing time since we've graduated but luckily we have this podcast that we are trying to put our juices. <laughs> oh, that is the worst word he could have chosen. Energy. Yeah, I meant like, you know, when you're thinking a word, but like the other yeah. word comes out. I meant like, en- what is that phrase? Energy juices. Like what's it? There's a phrase out there. You know what? So we have been planning to start a podcast for about eight months. Right. So we told you all that back in August, I came to Audrey with an idea. And then 
this whole fall, we've usually been spending like one or two days a week, you know, coming up with ideas, figuring out what our vision is for this. We were working with an incredible um, digital designer that we found on Instagram on like our cover and stuff. And then we did a photo shoot like we've been putting our energy into this initially we were going to launch in the beginning of january yes. but then sarah got covid then after she got covid she got really sick mm-hmm. and then the moment sarah was healthy i got covid so there was like a two-month break where we kind of weren't able to do anything i know it's, so now we're back it's weird how like the world opened up and then it just shut down again yep but anyway so we have been planning this for a long time and so we we are like okay here is our game plan for the next for the launch for the episode recording all that and then we get to today and I'm on the way here and Audrey's like, do you have an X- XLR? Is that what it's called? Yeah. See, I don't even know the name of it. Um, do you have an XLR cord? And I was like, uh, no. And then I quickly at a stoplight look up what it is and I'm like, oh shit, we need that to record. To be honest, I was very thankful when you didn't have one because I was going to be really embarrassed if I was the only <laughs> one who didn't have one. Okay, y'all, we literally opened up our mics, opened all the equipment like today doing this. And you know what? I don't feel bad about it because on the way here, I was listening to Gals on the Go, which is a very well-known podcast. And I was listening to their first episode specifically. And they said in their first episode that they had no clue what they were doing. So you know what? Neither we're do I. one in the same. Look, when we tell you we don't know what we're doing, we're not lying. We had to go to four different <laughs> stores to get this four fucking stores. cord. Uh, but we found it. We did have to Uber like a ways away. Yeah, it would have been a 30 minute walk. And I was wearing Ugg slippers because I was trying to be one of those girlies that wore jeans with their Uggs. Not sure if it worked yet, but we got there. We got the cord. And now we're here. I know. Which is <laughs> so crazy. Cool. Okay. So I guess like we should jump into like who we are now that we've given you guys like the long in-depth story of how we got here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There might be some editing that we do. Yes. You know what? We're we're going to be open and honest about how clueless we are, but like these next, you know, couple episodes will probably be an adjustment for us as we figure out things. So we- It's a journey. It's a journey, not a destination. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. But like who the heck are we? (laughs) Do you want me to go first or do you want to say who you are? Yeah, you start. Okay. Well, for those who don't know my name, even though we said it before, um, my name is Sarah Alice Liddy. I am about to turn 24. This episode is launching the day before my 24th birthday. So let that manifest into my my 24th year that we're starting this podcast. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I'm from Westchester, New York. I grew up in New York. Fun fact, I lived in London for like four years of my life when I was younger um and yeah I did music theater all my life and (laughs) I graduated with my degree and now I'm like do I want that do I not want that um but yeah that's like a little bit about me I am living at home with my parents right now so I don't have to pay NYC rent which is a beautiful thing um I'm a nanny right now, which I bet will bring so many great stories to y'all. And I've d- recently decided for the next couple months that I am going to put some more actually of my full effort into content creation. So yeah, now you go. <laughs> Hi, I am a woman of many, many names, um, mm-hmm. depending on who you ask. Uh Primarily, my legal name is Audrey Olivia Jean Flowers. 
<laughs> so formal. <laughs> For context, that wasn't originally my name. My name was Olivia. Changed my name. Whole different story that we'll probably get into another time. But uh, yeah, there, there, there's names floating around. If we ever have guests of people who knew me pre-college, they will fully be calling me Olivia or Oflo. Also a different story. Um, my fun facts that I have on my dating app bios oh my is gosh. <laughs> I literally have three fun facts and I use them like in all like introductory like at jobs whenever you need to like fun facts. I have them down. Um, so my three fun facts is one, I legally changed my name. B, <laughs> I switched from one to B. One B. Yeah. Queen B. Two, um, I've been vegetarian since fifth grade. Um People ask me why. I don't really remember. I don't know. It was in fifth grade. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> number three, I am the last of six kids. Wow. Um, we're split over three marriages. There's lots of story to that, too. But again, for another day, <laughs> um, I am living in Chelsea. I really love it here. We're at our um, apartment right now. It's gorgeous. It's my favorite place in the world. It is so pink. And I have a disco ball what more could I yeah, want? The disco ball really sets a vibe. When I walked in here this afternoon and that disco ball was lighting up the place, I was like, that is a vibe. Uh, I, oh, I'm from Massachusetts. Uh, I don't know. I think that's all you need to know about me. Yeah, I know. You guys will get to know more about us, obviously, if you yeah. want to stick around. <laughs> but yeah, how we know each other is we both got our BFAs in music theater from Elon University. Um, but I've been saving this story for this moment. Um, okay. So my first impression of Audrey or just like the first time I saw you one, your name was not Audrey. You were Olivia. And I'm not sure if we were in the same masterclass. So we both did MTCA, um, which is like a college audition, like helper program words. Um, and I wa- I remember like walking into a room in Pearl Studios and you were wearing a navy blue dress with a pink stripe. Was it a pink stripe? Yes. Oh, wait, maybe. Pink stripe? I had pink shoes. Okay. Maybe it was pink shoes. I, I know, still have those shoes. Okay. I know you were wearing like this navy. It almost looked like a Kate Spade sort of. It had little like cutouts. Yes. I know exactly okay. what dress you're talking about. You were wearing and your hair was longer and straight. And I remember walking in and you just looked like that theater bitch. And I was so intimidated. And I remember like noting who you were because I like went up on the Facebook and the Instagram later and like looked up who you were. I had no idea. Yes. Yes. And I remember like going on to your profile and your name was Olivia at the time. And then when we all got put in that Elon accepted students group, I was like, wait, isn't this the same girl? And then it's so funny because once we met at Elon, I was like, oh, my gosh, like there's nothing to be intimidated by here. But you just like the way you looked. And, you know, if you know the vibe of college auditions, it is just so theater kid (laughs) vibe like it is serious and so when I saw you and you were just like you know you had your binder you had your dress you had your hair I was like oh my gosh so that was like yeah that was the first moment I saw you I didn't know you saw me at MTCA Mm -hmm. um my story of my first impression of you is not as honestly this is not as much as a first impression this is like the first few months I knew you um so when we started freshman year I remember the biggest theme of what I thought about you was I thought you were really cool. Oh, um, and I was like, not afraid of you, not like intimidated, but like, oh, she's too so cool for me. Yeah. For co- 
context, you were also part of what was called the uh, MT Party Girls. I loved to party back in my freshman year. <laughs> yes. Um, and I was like, she is so cool. Everyone loves her. She's so Aww. fun. Um, I thought of myself as a bean. And one moment that I truly remember in distinct detail is over, I don't know, some point in like winterish time, mm-hmm. you said like, you're an honorary member of the MT Party Girls. And I was like, I've made it. Aww. I'm... I'm popular now. Oh my god, that is so uh, funny. You just seemed so cool and like Thanks. confident, and everyone seemed to love you. And I was like, I don't know. That is so sweet. I, yeah, I think once we got to college, I think I so I lived in a dorm like where no other music theater kids lived, um, and so. I yeah I regularly was going out with those kids in the dorm because I was so about getting that like college experience I think those first two semesters I was there um but I think I obviously I knew you were super close with Kara and then Michaela was your roommate a whole different a whole another story for another time but I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I think I was like totally oblivious. Like my first like two semesters at school. I think I was just like riding the high of it all. I genuinely, I didn't like, I thought we, we were friends in the sense that like everyone was kind of friends, but I never thought we were going to be close friends. Cause again, I was like, she's too cool for me. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we got closer as like school went on. Basically, I feel like, so Another monumental moment was we were supposed to go on a trip together to Punta Cana with two of our other close friends. Spring break. Spring break. Um, and then Audrey had an acute kidney failure. <laughs> and the doctor's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't go to Punta Cana. Yeah. You were just in the hospital yeah. for three days. But from that, we all became close. And then, of course, like the pandemic, we could only see like a couple people and we were in a pod of it was us and three other girls. Yes. And we're just very similar. You know? And we also got closer together because we both like organized a lot of stuff for our class. Yes. So we spent a lot of time and bonded Ooh. over the frustration that that was. Oof, oof, what a journey. Um, but yeah, literally, I'm like, when you think, I feel like when you think of Audrey and I, we're very similar. We're like pink and candles and rosé and... When we were brainstorming for this podcast and like thinking of just like words, I think the first word we wrote down for almost everything was just pink. It was just pink. It's a vibe. Like if you know the vibe, it's a vibe. So what is this podcast about? We have received this question from many a people because the title of our podcast is completely fucking clueless. And so what does that mean? Like what is our podcast about? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll let you know. Um, Well, to me at least, and uh, like in my head, I feel like when I was younger in my teens, I would go to... Oh my God, why is this screaming teen angst as I'm thinking about it? But I would go to high school and, you know, I was suffering with some anxiety and depression at that time. And I would think to myself like, and I would listen to podcasts and I would be like, oh, I just wish there was somebody out there that could maybe be a little bit more vulnerable, a little bit more open. Like back in 2016, 2015, it wasn't really that much of a thing to be open about emotions, feelings, all these different things. Um, And so... Then I was like, oh, my gosh, I love podcasts. So why not create a community, a space where it's okay to be vulnerable? It's okay to be uncertain. It's okay to be clueless because I think in my months post-grad, what I've really learned is that 
most people have no freaking clue what they're doing. And I think everybody, even myself, like to put on this act that we do know what we're doing, but most of the time we don't. And I think I've always wanted a space where I could relate to people. Hopefully people can relate to me. Hopefully you're relating right now. Um, And yeah, a community of clueless people is just a beautiful thing in my mind. I think it's great to know. It's really stressful sometimes not knowing what you're doing, but it is great. I think in the past couple months, I've been able to look at my life in a lot of different lenses. And yeah, I was just hoping that I could create and we could co-create a space that people can come to for more than maybe just while there will be the fair share of like beauty things and, you know, funny stories. I hope that we can also through us, through people we have on our podcast, introduce some more vulnerable conversations about uncertainty and different paths in life and, you know, things not being perfect all the time. So that was a long winded answer. But what do you think this podcast is about? (laughs) Okay, so when people have asked me what the podcast is going to be about, I usually say, it's almost exactly what the name sounds like. Literally. The name is completely fucking clueless. And I say, it's about being in your 20s slash right out of college and really not knowing what you are doing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's sort of going off what you were saying, like, A, a space of like, it's okay to not really know what you're doing, but like be someone else to like sit in the messiness with you. I think Mm -hmm. we all try and like hide the parts of us that aren't finished. Um, And just to have someone else to sit in that with and know like, hey, it's not only you that has no fucking clue how to do your taxes. I have no idea. I think I might be defrauding the US government. (laughs) Who knows? Um, And yeah, like this is something that I think as much as ours is focused around like early 20s. It's something that never ends. Like my sister's in her mid 40s. She has two kids and like a full ass house. She still doesn't know what she's doing. My dad is almost 70. He doesn't know what he's doing. He can't even take care of himself when my mom (laughs) leaves. (laughs) Um, So yeah, this is about having a buddy to sit in that with and feeling all right about the fact that I don't know what I'm doing. Literally, I was I can totally relate to that in that when I told my aunt about this podcast, she was like, huh, I'm like in my 40s and I still don't know what I do. I'm doing. So I think this is like a universal thing. I saw a quote recently from Mark Manson about the same thing. And he was like, no one knows what they're doing. So I think it's okay to put that out there because I think social media likes to think that or social media likes to put out that everybody's got this perfect highlighted real life and you know we all give into it and there is real shit that goes on behind you know all of that and it's fun it's messy it's just all over the place so um that is a little bit about what our podcast is about but also I think something that was really important to the both of us is that in this beauty and lifestyle and wellness like Uh, category there are not a lot of queer femme women um who just even in media representation there's not a lot of queer femme women yeah we're both bisexual and I know yeah but I know when I came out a year and a half ago something that was really hard for me was there were not a lot of women out there at that moment that I that looked like me that liked pink that were maybe a little bit more feminine who didn't align with these like stereotypes of like bisexual lesbian gay people and then one of my friends was like 
I have a list of more like femme women who are um, um, LGBTQ plus and you got to follow them. And I love that. But I don't really think that that's in the podcast space or I just don't know about them. Leave your your podcast below if you're one of these, um, because I'd love to form a girl gang or a people gang, whatever we want to call it. But I think that was really important to us that we also created a space for queer femme women queer women in general women in general yeah yeah like I I literally I was told once in high school by a girl who like I wasn't super loud about uh being queer at that point um and I had a girl told me that I was not passably gay she didn't know at that point that like I identified as queer but like boy did that add a whole complex that added a lot more time onto me like actually coming out um and like I through college like very much intentionally tried to be very loud about being queer about being a woman and about being bi and about like not I think fitting a the media does a terrible job of representing queer women it's very predatory but that's a whole separate issue um being very loud about it because I truly didn't realize that I was bi until literally one of my friends who lived in the same dorm as me told me she was bi and I was like oh that's an option yeah if you are confused about life if you're queer if you're not queer if you're a gal um also we love our mid-sized plus-size gals out there we are representing in that crowd um, this could be a good podcast for you and we're hoping you'll like stick around with us. So many things that we're going to get so much more into at a later date. I know. <laughs> we're really, we're really like planting the seeds right here. We're really planting the seeds. Okay. But now onto something about like being clueless <laughs> because I know you all want the tea about how we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> Um, but okay, I thought for this first episode, it'd be really fun if we shared like a little clueless moment. So a time like surface level, we felt clueless. So something that maybe is like just totally not that serious. And then sometime like recently that we felt more seriously clueless. I can do my light one right now. Okay. Do Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's do that. I went with wi- without Wi-Fi for about a week. Oh, my gosh. Because- How did you survive? <laughs> Not well, <laughs> um, to be honest. Um, and it's because it stopped working. And I realized, oh, I'm the adult that's supposed to be able to fix this. And I really tried. It wasn't like it wasn't like I waited five days and then started trying. I was trying and I couldn't fix it. And I finally, after spending like several hours on the phone with like a Verizon person, got it to start working we don't actually know why it started working uh but we're not going to question it um and that was a moment where I literally I think I borderline started crying because I got home from work after a long day and like I had had to do like an interview on hotspot the day before I had to do therapy on hotspot I just wanted to like get home and watch tv but I couldn't like I don't have light switches in my bedroom here I mean bedroom is a loose term um but so it's all controlled via my phone, which you need Wi-Fi to do. Mm. So I literally couldn't turn the lights on in my room. So my room has no windows. So mm. I was getting ready in the dark every day. No. Um, I showed up to work one day accidentally with this weird oil stain on a shirt because I didn't see it because I was in the dark. Um and I would just literally sitting there and our friend Steph was visiting. It was in the shower and could just hear me being like talking to my router, being like, do you want me to cry? Do you want me to break? Is that what you want? Um, 
Yeah, that was really a moment. My parents were in Utah and they weren't picking up the fucking phone. Love you, Lori and Jeff. Uh, but they were busy doing their own life, which is fair. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be the person who figures out how to do this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. So a time I felt um, clueless on the very surface level. Okay. So gorgeous, gorgeous girls have stomach issues. Um, I'm not going to get into the nitty, t- nitty TMI details because nitty TMI. Nitty gritty. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty TMI details because I'll spare you. But I have been struggling with acid reflux and IBS for the last like six months. And this week, <laughs> shit got real crazy. All right. Shit literally did get real crazy. Shit got crazy. And I am just so fucking confused about when my body decided to have all of these stomach issues bowel movement issues because everything was fine and then it just like switched on me I'm only 20 like almost 24 I'm like I'm young why is this happening to me and it's so confusing because it's like like you can't eat anything basically having acid reflux and IBS is like eat a vegetable eat a plain kernel of pasta and I'm like kernel kernel what what a shell a shell a shell of pasta piece of pasta I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't think any of the options we just chose were right no but like it's eating the most bland food and if you know anything about me I love food I love going out to restaurants and trying new food I specifically love Italian food which is like acid reflux central and so you know what I'm just like freaking confused on how to make this situation better but luckily I'm going to my gastro on Tuesday so maybe at the next episode there'll be an update about if shit got better or not (laughs) we hope we really really hope okay a deeper clueless moment okay um this isn't the deepest one but this happened really recently which is kind of why I want to speak to it and it's like a habit that I've recognized so I I applied to be I work at Lulu and I applied to be a key leader and I knew I wasn't getting it this round I'd literally only just started talking to one of my friends about trying to become a key leader's like a floor manager and I knew I wasn't gonna get it this round and I didn't feel ready for it but you know there was a lot of things happening in the world I have some friend situations that are complicated and I'm not gonna get into in this situation or in this moment um, that have just been weighing heavily on me Um, and then it was. It, the, the day that this happened was the day that the the Ukraine Russia situation really started to explode mm. um and then I got that email saying that I didn't get the job and I think I I really truly didn't care that much about getting it this round or going on to the next round of interviews I just sort of reached the point where I was like oh I can't handle this anymore and I immediately recognized uh my first instinct was to uh like lean into every self-destructive tendency I have like it was like Oh, just blow off work. Uh, fuck up everything in your life. Uh, I don't know. Just like do everything that's going to make everything worse. Mm. Because if you intentionally do everything wrong, then you can't fail. Like if you don't even try, you can't fail. Mm. And so I, I literally, I could feel this like little voice or this feeling bubbling up inside of me to mm. just like fuck up everything in my life. Um, and I did get home that night and cried for a while. Um, Always got to let out a good cry. Yeah, it needs to happen. Um, but I think 
a year ago, had I had that feeling, I probably would have just leaned into it. I would have just uh, kind of gone with it because mm. I think I I've another thing that we care a lot about is mental health. I've struggled yeah. with depression for a long time. I'm still like I take medication for it. I'm on two different medications for it. Go medication. Whoop whoo. Uh, Prozac and Wellbutrin, gang, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> but particularly with that, just I think my biggest thing is like I will just. I tend to, when I struggle with depression or any of this, I lean into the bad. Um, and so this isn't a super deep one, but it was just, I think, one of the first times that I've had that moment of feeling that urge to just fuck up everything in your life. And I was like, that's not going to help as much as like there's a lot happening and you're scared and you're confused and you're overwhelmed. Like, I did a lot of breathing exercises. And again, I cried a lot when I got home. But... We didn't, like, fuck up our entire life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a... I think that's great that you can acknowledge that there were patterns that you had and, like, things that you're trying to actively work on. I feel like so many people... Hearing your story made me think about when I'm going through hard times, my little destructive behavior is to avoid everything because I'm like, ah, if I don't even touch it, it, like, I... I won't have to deal with whatever is going to come from it. So I totally understand that. I think it's really, really hard to, you know, be in this current state. I mean, we were just talking about it today. You know, we are in a pandemic. There is a lot of things happening overseas. There are a lot of things happening. Um, So my deeper clueless moment is the internal battle I'm having with myself right now about pursuing theater. Um, you know, we got our BFAs, a very intensive program. The last two years were really difficult for me with mental health and the pandemic. And now we've graduated and I I don't know what I want anymore. It's so funny because literally since the age of seven, if you would have asked me what I wanted to do, I would have told you I want to be on Broadway. Like, Uh, that is all that was in my sight. And since graduating, I mean, even pre-graduation, but I think it was harder to admit in the program that we were in because it's like, if you don't, if you're not taking this seriously, like, why the heck are you here? I also think like while you're in like the program and training that intensely, you don't even really have the room to think about anything else. And it was once we were put into the real world and given time and space to do other things, it was like, oh, fuck. I a thousand percent agree with that because basically back in, November I got a TikTok for the first time um I know I'm late to the game I was one of those girlies who thought they were so much better than everyone because I didn't have a TikTok I kept telling her get a fucking TikTok (laughs) literally I refused to get my own TikTok I would go on my partner's um TikTok and I would look up the Yeet Baby. I would look up Remy Bader. Like I had specific accounts that I would go and look up. Anyways, I finally got one. Ooh, I finally got I bumped the mic. I finally got one and um I started posting and then I got COVID. Everyone in my life got COVID, so I stopped posting. And then in January, I was like, I'm just gonna start posting and start doing this because I'm interested in it. I low-key since freshman year, I've been watching a lot of vloggers and listen to podcasts, and I was always like It'd be so cool to do that. But like little old me, like never. Um, and then I really started liking posting on on TikTok and and trying to pursue that because it felt like there was no one holding me back in my creativity. Sometimes with theater, it's hard because I feel like 
you know, you have to be cast in the position or you have to like get that group of people together. It's hard to create your own opportunities yeah. in theater. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, I, I think with TikTok, it's nice because I can just like put my makeup on and press play and or record and I can like go. So ever since then, I've been taking social media and content creation a little bit more seriously because I think, you know, that's been a pipe dream that in college I was like, I don't have any time to try and pursue that like I need to focus on getting through school so yeah I think I'm clueless on (laughs) what the fuck I want to do with my life and it's it's hard for me because of my anxiety and because I've just never (laughs) been you know uncertain I think I've always wanted that one thing and now that there's other paths and avenues in sight it can be really confusing Let's move on to some lighter things and we're going to play a little get to know us game, some fun things about us. And yeah, so we already did first impressions, so I'll skip that. But what are your star signs? Give us the, what is it? Anthology, not anthology. Oh my God. Astrology. The mimosas are getting to my head, everybody. I want everyone to know that I was mid rant about my decision thingy majiggy and I was like "Uh uh-oh I don't remember where this is going okay so I don't know I know so I am a Virgo Libra cusp um I don't know my other chart signs off the top of my head I'm literally looking them up right now um but I swear growing up that I was a Virgo by the dates because I am a cuspate but I swear growing up whenever I read the thing that the 23rd counted as Virgo and then I looked in high school and it said 23rd was Libra and I was like huh when did that change I don't know much about the signs like I don't know much about what makes what what you know what I mean I just like see the jokes about it yeah I love the memes I follow yeah, a lot of that's what I meant yes yeah. Um, I would say I do love going on uh, CoStar occasionally and reading the do's and don'ts because they're so random. I'm not a very big astrology gal, but my signs are Pisces and I'm a double Leo. And everyone ever like people who are into astrology, when I tell them I'm a Pisces double Leo, they're like, oh, that makes so much sense. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. So for all my astrology babes like let us know what that means yeah I think my other signs my ascendant is Capricorn and my moon is Scorpio yeah I don't know what that means but okay let, let us, me you know. know let us know let us know. I do have one friend who I believe is a triple Taurus and wow iconic 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 okay what is your favorite alcoholic beverage okay I think what we might both say I'm going through a moment with espresso martinis. Ugh. I just I'm loving the vibe, the the look, the taste. If I'm also you are not an espresso martini gal right now. Get on it. It is such a vibe. I also like. I'm not a person who stays out late very often, so like that little bit of energy helps me. Also, uh, I have to give credit where credit is due. I did not come up with this, um, but tequila and espresso martini is actually very good yes well what's it called we went to a restaurant a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and their espresso martini was made with tequila and i was like homegirl no 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 i can't i personally cannot drink tequila right now but i'd say next to that um <laughs> the drink that i've been making at home because i can't make espresso martinis at home but i am planning on trying to get an espresso maker just Ooh. to be able to make espresso martinis um i've been making palomas i didn't really drink tequila in college so you tequila is love a paloma yeah I, here's the gag. I don't like grapefruit. <laughs> that is so funny. I refuse to eat grapefruit, but 
I didn't drink tequila in college, so it's not nasty for me. See, I drank I drank too much tequila in college, and so I can only go to this one place and have margaritas from that one place. Otherwise, like tequila, just I I will upchuck it. I had a lot of vodka in college. Like we we used to make we we switched because I am more on a vodka train. Like my favorite drink. So I'm gonna split this up. My favorite like bar drink is. Um, a vodka soda with a splash of pineapple. It's delicious. It is. It's such a good, the splash of pineapple really just takes the edge off of the vodka soda. And then if I'm going to drink wine, I love a red wine. Um, I love a cab. Obviously in the summer you love a rosé. Wow. I'm just literally naming every alcoholic beverage. It's okay. But you know what? There's different moods and I, I love a spritz. I love an espresso martini. I just, uh, I went to this restaurant in Boston the other day called Contessa. It was the best, you, the best espresso martini I've ever had. Ooh. The best one. If you're in Boston, go to Contessa and get the espresso martini. All right. Favorite food. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first because it's like, I can, I'll say this to the day I die. Okay. So this is going to be super bougie of me, but you know what? I, I will own my bouginess. Um, I love lobster. I love lobster rolls. I love lobster with butter. I love lobster. But if I'm going to go for a style of food, it's going to be either Italian or Mexican. Oh, yeah, I guess. Ugh, I'm like, but I like sushi, but not as much. You know what? This is turning into what are your favorite five things, but you know what? Whatever. <sighs> okay. Oh, gosh, I can see your face. You're like, oh, my God, this is hard. <laughs> OK, so I used to have an answer to this question. But basically, uh, if I could choose one final meal, I always knew that I wanted to go to Dirt Candy, which is like a vegan vegetarian restaurant in New York. Um, their brunch. They stopped a couple years ago doing brunch. Actually, they no. had these. Um, oh, God, I can't even remember. I think they were like butternut biscuits or like they were biscuits that had like this butternut butter I can't even really remember anymore because it's now been like three years since Mm. I've had them but they were amazing and oh my god they made me so happy like even I took my family there this was back when I was vegan um who they they're big meat eaters and they get annoyed when I would bring them to vegan vegetarian restaurants they loved it and I was like that is my final meal um that has not existed for a long time anymore, which makes me very sad. My mom and I have been trying to find the recipe for it for years, Aww. and we haven't succeeded. We still go back to the restaurant for dinner, but dinner is less fun. Yeah. Brunch is, brunch is a moment. Yeah. I love brunch. Okay. So what is your favorite TV show or like one of your favorites? Okay. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. People are going to laugh at me for this one. So I'd say currently, like, not of all time necessarily, but the show that I love right now and I've loved for like now, like it's been my favorite show for like the last six months mm. is this thing called Dimension 20, which it's like created by like cold humor from back in the day. Um, but it's people playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yes. I've mentioned this to Sarah before. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, they have a new season that's currently like being released each week and like it makes me so happy to come home on Wednesday nights Aww. and see the new episode. But that's my favorite thing. I like I have laughed, cried watching it. Aww. Like I love it so much. And like, I don't know, there's something like almost similar to like when you're listening to a podcast, like yeah. it feels like you're with friends. Like yes. it feels like you're with friends. And like I live alone and it's something just like I love coming home at night and like while eating dinner or like getting ready for bed, watching my dimension twenty. That's that was a very cute and wholesome answer. 
Thank you. I like to add. I think if I were going to, it's so hard, but I think I'm just going to name a genre. I love reality TV. I've always been a reality TV girl. Like catch me outside with Bravo. Love Bravo. Love all their franchises. I really am into like Summer House. I think that is the epitome of who I wish I was, which is like having a house in the Hamptons drinking rosé um so I love yeah love reality tv and then if I'm gonna choose like a more structured tv show I really love Gilmore Girls over the um pandemic my I rewatched it and my mom watched it for the first time and it's just such a wholesome show and I think watching my mom watch it and see how much she like loves it and like she's like it's so wholesome so yeah that's so cute it is it was sweet my mom also watched Gilmore Girls over the pandemic it's such it's a great show again it's like very wholesome very like not euphoria. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite that girl item? All my TikToker friends out there. That girl. Do you want to start? I need a moment to think. Um, gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I created these questions and I don't even know the answer <laughs> to this one. Um, I feel like there are so many great that girl items. I think I'm going to go with my emotional support water bottle. Which, if you don't know what that is, if you carry around a water bottle 24-7, you don't wash it as much as you should, that is it. <laughs> I think mine, at least, like, this maybe isn't, like, my current obsession, but, like, long running has been, um like, the glow screen sunscreen. Like, I, mm. I'm very pasty as heck. And, like, <laughs> my mom literally tells the story all the time of, like, being so annoyed because <laughs> she would go to the beach with, like, her and her friends and all their kids. And, like, her friends would, like, slap on sunscreen on their kids and they'd be fine. She would miss one quarter square inch of my sister or I and we would be Burn. red. Oh, no. For context, my mom is, like, tan and my sister and I are both just so pale um and so I've I've I've, my mom is also like very like liked natural organic things which meant we had like that very thick sunscreen that just never really absorbed into your skin and made me look even more ghostly so I like that it's sunscreen. I put it on every day. I wear my sunscreen all winter. I wear it all summer. A skincare queen. Yeah I like that I can put it on and not look like a ghost. There you go that girl okay what is your favorite self-care item my antidepressants <laughs> you tell them i know honestly that's tea i i i mean i couldn't live without mine yeah i think mine is my um white noise maker Ooh, that's nice yeah i don't know why but i cannot now i can't like be in silence without like the Oh my god, that was so bad. Okay, what's your favorite podcast? My favorite murder. Your my favorite murder. See, I'm probably one of the only people who listen to podcasts that doesn't listen to that one because I know it's so popular. I love it. Ugh, so good. I. This is hard because I have a special attachment to each podcast I listen to. It's like, you know, it's like each one of your friends. It really is. And but, that's our goal, and to be your friend. We hope that you'll be able to turn to us and be like, I want a little of Sarah and Audrey today. And we'll be there. But I think my favorite podcast, or I'm going to say this is my favorite podcast because it was the one that brought me into like loving podcasts so much, is The Skinny Confidential. Lauren Bostic, Michael Bostic. You got me onto her shit. I own all of her shit now oh my gosh the skinny confidential lauren michael they're just icons 
they're people I look up to. If you're listening, hi. <laughs> okay, what is something like I guess like pop culture wise that you've been really into? Whether it's like a Hulu show, a Netflix show, like something that you've been following, like Kim and Pete, Kim and Kanye. Like, is there something pop culturally? Culturally, is that a word? I know mine. <laughs> I can go first if you want to. Think yeah, about you it. go first. Okay. Last night I watched the Tinder Swindler. Have you heard of this? Yes. I have, have you watched it? I haven't watched it, but oh I've heard a lot about gosh. it. Oh my gosh, you have to watch it. It was so interesting. I'm one of those people that it is so hard for me to like watch TV and not not be on my phone. And that shit had me grabbed in. It was so interesting. I've never really, I've only been on Tinder like for a couple months at a time, like in small increments. And I, it just like hasn't been for me, but, um, oh my gosh, it was so good and so interesting. And apparently now the guy, the Tinder swindler also, he only went to jail for like 15 months, which I think is not great i think he also still denies it he yes, still he says still, it wasn't he him still den- no no at the end oh i don't want to ruin the ending but at the end he literally basically um warning spoiler war- warning spoiler um at the end of the um of the documentary he the people who like created it were like we reached out to him and this is what he sent us and he basically was saying that the it's not true I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? But apparently now he's trying to use his fame to become an actor. Amazing. Amazing. I had one and I've managed to forget it. So give me about 15 seconds while I try and remember. Editing, editing. It's beautiful. Oh, okay. Okay. This is the only thing I can think of, but I've really enjoyed. So it's Sunday currently. It's the final Euphoria Sunday. Yes. And I've enjoyed like keeping up with like the drama that like has been like it's been talked about. None of it has really been confirmed. Like no one really knows what's happening. I've like enjoyed being like, oh, yeah, apparently they completely rewrote the second season. Like spoilers were leaked. I've just really enjoyed keeping up with that and people trying to figure out like what is happening. Like also spoiler warning, like Kat telling Ethan that she had a where the fuck did that come from telling him that she had a terminal brain illness? Oh, yes. I know. Um, yeah, that's mine. The I just euphoria- love watching the chaos. I know. The euphoria culture is so much fun, especially going on TikTok after and all the sounds. Oh, my gosh. So when my Wi-Fi was down, I don't actually have the HBO password of the account that I'm using because I'm on my friend's account and I just have it logged into on my TV so I couldn't watch it and I was so sad because I was like oh a I know I'm gonna see spoilers on TikTok but b I love going through TikTok on Monday Monday is like one of the days I almost always have off from work I have therapy so I love like that next day doing the scroll and like looking at all the euphoria memes and I was like I'm not gonna understand not gonna understand I live a really hard life (laughs) as you can tell okay guys we have reached the end. The, the end. No, LOL. Um, yeah, this is the first episode. This is so weird. I'm not sure I knew how this was going to feel, but I'm feeling cool. I'm feeling great. I've had like four mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling cool. I'm feeling a little tipsy. Just a little. Just a little bit. But you know what? Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back. Hopefully. No, I'm just kidding. We will be back every tuesday mm-hmm. we're gonna upload new episodes we're gonna have more about us who we are in all seriousness 
Thank you for listening. We're so excited about this journey. We hope you will want to be clueless with us. And with that being said, so follow completely fucking clueless on Instagram, on TikTok. It's completely, and then the fucking is just F C K I N G clueless. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then my personal social media is Sarah Alice Liddy. And what's you? Um, my Instagram, I believe, is a dot j dot flowers. I did the right a dot j dot flowers. Yeah. And then my TikTok is uh <laughs> Oh my goodness. I think it's Audrey AF. Um yeah, I think it's Audrey AF. Yeah. Um so follow those if you want to let us know like specific things or like topics yeah. or whatever conversations you'd want to hear about dm us on instagram we're planning on bringing in guests about different topics that we're passionate about down the road so yeah let us know what you want to hear yes like subscribe comment do all of that <laughs> and be clueless <laughs> <laughs> And